it's time for Wired Ivy Office Hours, a quick but deep dive into an online higher ed term or concept to cultivate effective communication and weed out confusion. Dan here, and welcome to another Wired Ivy Office Hours. Educators who are engaged in online teaching are at some point going to hear the words, quality matters. At first mention, this seems self-evident. As educators, we understand that the quality of our course design, content, and delivery is important for learners to have a productive and hopefully optimal learning experience. No one would argue with that. But that is small case quality matters. The myriad initiatives we take upon ourselves to continuously improve outcomes for learners. There is also capital letter quality matters, which is often abbreviated to the trademarked QM. This quality matters refers to a very specific certification process for online and hybrid courses. Let's set aside for now the irony that traditional in-person courses are not systematically scrutinized for the quality of their design, even though they are considerably more ephemeral than LMS-based online and hybrid courses. The simple fact is, as someone leading online learning, you may have quality matters forced upon you. Your institution may use Quality Matters to certify its online courses, and you'll have no choice but to go through it. Or, as was my experience, your school may use the structure of QM in a self-review to support its own instructional design processes. On the other hand, you may simply be on a quest to improve your knowledge of online teaching. Well, if that is the case, first, I have to congratulate you for listening to Wired Ivy. Well done. Next, you might also want to take a look at the Quality Matters process and see if it provides a useful checklist for you. But let's review for a minute just where Quality Matters came from. In the early 2000s, high-speed internet arrived onto the scene, and within just a few years, more than half of the households in the United States were connected. Higher education programs and faculty quickly began harnessing this tool as a way to deliver higher education to learners in new and sometimes less expensive ways. But, as with much disruptive innovation, the traditional industry cast a doubtful glance about the quality of this unfamiliar, and to them, unseen, learning. Classroom techniques, for better or worse, had been passed down from generation to generation informally. Now there was this vast opportunity for innovation, and an industry that was built upon face-to-face communication didn't know how to react. To be sure, we didn't have the data we do now indicating the high effectiveness of intentionally designed online learning. In the effort to assure the quality of these new courses, the Maryland Online Consortium received a grant in 2003 from the U.S. Department of Education to develop a Quality Matters Protocol. This initiative continued to expand and, in 2014, became an independent nonprofit. QualityMatters.org now works with higher education internationally as well as K-12 education. It has well over a 1,000 member institutions. Your school may already be a member. You can also engage with QualityMatters.org directly as an individual. So what is Quality Matters now? Essentially, it is a peer review process that uses an established rubric to certify course design and not content or delivery. The assertion being the assessment is from the student's perspective. There are different rubrics for various forms of learning. The HE rubric for higher education is used for all college and university courses, whether you're teaching freshman writing or a graduate sculpture studio. In the HE rubric, there are eight categories containing 42 items, each with points associated. Out of 100 possible points, you have to get 85 to have your course be QM certified. 
It costs money to have each course reviewed. An official review is done by a team of three experienced and trained online educators. The process is purported to be collaborative. A certification is good for between three and five years, at which point it is due for renewal. There are also internal reviews and self-reviews, which are less involved than the official review. The summary HE rubric is published and linked to in our show notes. However, the annotated rubric is behind a membership wall. Ask your school if they have access to it. There are thoughtful critiques of Quality Matters, too. Despite the rubric being updated periodically by online educators to keep abreast of standard best practices, just the act of measuring standardization changes the object itself and, in this case, can stifle innovation. Also, while rubrics are accepted orthodoxy in so much of contemporary assessment theory, there are appropriate challenges to their value and limitations. To this point, Martha Burtis and Jesse Stommel published a noteworthy critique called The Cult of Quality Matters in Hybrid Pedagogy, in which they ask, how do we make space for students as co-authors of their own learning if the most basic structure of that learning must be predetermined? Furthermore, Quality Matters claims that it is intended as an assessment framework, not a design guideline, and certainly not a template. But with time and ongoing dissemination, that distinction becomes considerably less convincing. Assessments that are widely accepted change behavior. Just look at the college rankings game. And finally, my own concern is, it's not credible that the educator-created rubric is free of any particular educational philosophy, as is claimed. Surely, it carries the collective philosophy of the rubric writing committee. Yours may or may not align with it. So the takeaway for this Wired Ivy Office Hours is that a voluntary or involuntary look at quality matters may stimulate ideas for you to explore. It is important to know what QM is and is not. It is something your school may require you to do. It is something that can provide guidance on course design from the student's perspective. We know that intentionally designed courses are necessary for strong learning outcomes. However, QM does not certify content or delivery. If your goal is to create a safe, effective online learning experience, there is a lot more than design needed to assure high-quality outcomes. And that's it for this episode of Wired Ivy Office Hours. We'll include links to the reference materials used to create this explainer on the show notes page at wiredivy.org. Let's hear what you have to say. Send us your questions, comments, and suggestions. You can leave a voice message at speakpipe.com slash wiredivy, or send us an email to kieran at wiredivy.org. Kieran is spelled K-I-E-R-A-N, or dan at wiredivy.org. Dan is spelled D-A-N. And help Wired Ivy grow by sharing, subscribing, rating, and reviewing us on your favorite podcast app.